Is there anything better than perfect timing? Like, don't you just love it when everything comes together in such a perfect way? Well, the release of this episode was one of those times for me. When you start listening to the episode, you'll realize that it was recorded back in August. And of course, now it's November. But it just worked out that I would be releasing this episode, episode number 10, on this date, which just so happens to coincide with the election that's going on right now. I just love it when timing comes together like that. It's just kind of reassuring that you know you're on the right track when everything's lining up with your timing. So I wanted to say that. The other thing that I want to say is when I was editing this episode, getting it ready to release to you guys, I heard myself talk about something in here that was kind of triggering for me, which makes me think that it might be triggering for somebody else. And what I talk about is lazy voting. And as a disclaimer, I just want to say that I don't have that kind of judgment anymore. What I considered to be lazy voting was not putting in a lot of time and attention to the process of voting. And I viewed it as lazy for myself. I don't have any judgment towards anyone else on how anybody else does their process. So I just want to make sure that that's clear before you start listening to the episode, because I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about my own perception of my process and why I had this struggle going on when it came to voting for me. But the ironic thing is, and I realized this after editing this episode, that my recommendation in this episode is actually to become more of a lazy voter, that it should be done with more ease and it shouldn't take so much effort. Because when you're tuning in to who you really are, the answers come easily. And if that's all you have to do to let the answers flow, you really don't get much more lazy than that, but lazy in a good way. So I just want to put that out there before you guys go into this episode. This marks the first week of the Dr. Williams Apple Podcast $500 giveaway. So somewhere in this episode, you will hear me start to talk about the contest and make sure you listen for the secret code word because you're going to need that to go and fill out your entry form for this week. And then next week, there will be a new secret code in next week's episode. So without further ado, here's the episode on voting. This is currently my 10th episode. And for a while now, I was thinking that I would be doing an episode on meditation for my 10th episode. But as has been happening, I was inspired to focus on a different topic and I have to follow that inspiration. So though I will be doing an episode in the future on meditation, today is not going to be it because today I'm going to be talking about voting. I'm Dr. Williams, and this is my podcast. I have two graduate degrees in psychology, am a licensed mental health counselor, and an expert in the area of spirituality. I am devoted to living my best life and am sharing it with all of you. 
I'm bringing my expertise, education, and life experiences to you through this podcast. Everyone deserves to enjoy life, and that is what I'm here to talk about. Depression, anxiety, grief, you name it, we all go through it at one time or another. I believe there's a better way to come at these things than mainstream mental health care offers, and I'm here to offer you my perspective and dig into discovering how you can feel good no matter what life throws at you. It is my intention to contribute goodness to this world, and the content herein is how I do that. But one disclaimer before we dive in. Should you decide to apply the information offered here, be prepared for improvements in your life. You may even live happily ever after, and you'll only have yourself to thank. This is Feel Good Now, the Dr. Williams Podcast. This is more of a current events episode. And the reason is because today is August 2nd and our ballots are due today. So my husband and I sat down to vote last night. And what we were voting on was um, U.S. Senator, U.S. Representative, Secretary of State for Washington, because that's where we live. And that includes state representative, and then our county commissioner and county director of community development. For the most part, I would not consider myself a procrastinator. Now, that that has not always been a true thing for me. I think in the past when I was growing up and I was a kid, I probably procrastinated a lot more than I do now. In fact, I remember staying up really late writing papers the night before they were due. And that always seemed a little easier to me than doing it ahead of time. But then when I got into college, I kind of switched things up and started liking it better to get things done and out of the way. So then I could really relax. But when it comes to voting, I do have a tendency to procrastinate a little bit. Like I said, the ballots are due today, and my husband and I didn't actually sit down to vote until last night. The reason for the procrastination comes down to who I am at a a very foundational element, because this is something that I don't take lightly, and it's something that I really give my all to. I refuse to be a lazy voter. I will not just vote by party. And I know some people do. They're able to just look through the list and choose a candidate based on the party affiliation. I can't do that because for me, well, first of all, I do not identify with any particular party. I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. It's probably safer to say I'm an independent, but I, I even don't acknowledge that as a title to define myself because I kind of go all over the board. I have voted always, and I really just take the time to learn about each person, each candidate that's running, and I make my decision based on whether they align with what I want to see. This was not always the way that I voted, though, because even as a young adult, I, I didn't vote at all. I didn't vote for a long time. And the reason was because I felt this sense of responsibility. I felt like this was a big deal. And I didn't feel like I could really take that on and make a sound choice, something that I could stand behind, unless I knew all the information. 
And that's changed because I realize now that no matter how much research I really do, I'm never going to have all the information. So you kind of have to just sift through the information that you do have and make the best choice. But I know now that there's even a better way than that. That's how I've been doing it currently, sifting through and choosing who I think might be the best fit based on the country or the state or the county in the way that I am envisioning it. So trying to find someone that aligns with my own vision. But I haven't been utilizing my own inner guidance in order to direct my voting. And I I still didn't this time. Well, I did a little bit more than I normally do, but I'm going to definitely be doing it different later. I think what happened was when I got inspired to do this episode for you guys, all of a sudden the thoughts started flowing to me and new information started coming. And I realized that I could be doing this in a much better way. So I am going to get into that in a little bit. But um, before I go there, I just want to finish saying what what I was saying about when I was younger. So I didn't vote because of the responsibility. And I actually remember my parents talking to me about it. And they were stressing the importance of voting. And I just said, I, I can't do it because I don't feel like I can stand by my decision. I'm putting my name on something. And if I'm going to put my name on something, I need to be sure about it. So I would give them my vote. I would say, well, I mean, whoever you guys think is the best candidate, I will fill out my ballot based on what you think and just basically gave them my vote. My parents, I gave them my vote. And I wouldn't recommend that um, now, but that is what I did at the time. Eventually, I started feeling like it was more something that I could do. I just had to give it the time. And that's the hardest part. And that's why my husband and I didn't do it until last night, because it's not something that we can do when the kids are up and running around. It takes a lot of attention and time to read through each candidate and really consider what they're bringing to the table. And that's what I mean by I'm not a lazy voter. I actually take this time to read through each person and get a feel for them. So my husband and I took turns reading through the voters pamphlet and reading the statements from the candidates. And we did this process together, but we don't always vote the same. And I think that's an important thing to consider because just because we're married and we love each other doesn't mean that we always want the same things. And his vision for our country and our state and our county might be different than what my vision is. And we're okay with that. We respect that we have our own life experience to consider when doing our voting. When I started thinking about doing this episode, a lot of things started occurring to me that I hadn't really thought about before. And I just want to share those with you guys because these are things that, well, some of the things are things that I am doing when I sit down to vote. But some of the things had never really occurred to me until this morning. And of course, I already finished my ballot and it's sent in today. So this is something that I will do on the next round of voting. 
some suggestions that came to me that I think are going to work for me. So I'm just going to kind of share them with you guys. But before I get into the suggestions, I have some questions for you. I really want to know this. So if you feel compelled to reach out to me and discuss this and tell me what your answers are, I really want to know. I'm curious about this and I find this really interesting. So number one, I want to know how long does it take for you to fill out your ballot? Two, how do you choose a candidate? Three, what do you do when there isn't an obvious choice. And this actually happened last night. My husband and I read through the candidates and I actually don't remember which um, position it was for, but we didn't like any of them. And I joked with him and I said, I kind of want to just fill in my name because I didn't want to pick any of them. And I think this happens a lot. It kind of puts you in that position of, well, I guess I'll just pick C like you would on a multiple choice test and fill in a name. And that's actually what I did. I chose what I thought was the closest to a good choice for me, but it still didn't really match up with what I wanted. And I would do that differently next time. But what do you do? I want to know, what do you do when there isn't an obvious choice, when there isn't a candidate that you want? How do you choose? Uh, Number four, do you identify with a particular party? And if so, how did you decide this about yourself? And do you agree 100% with that party on all of the issues? Five, do you agree that there is only Democrat or Republican? If you choose outside of those options, do you feel that your vote counts? And six, how much do you really know about the candidates? Do you know anything outside of what is in the voters pamphlet? It's time for me to interrupt for just a minute here to tell you guys about the Dr. Williams Apple Podcast $500 giveaway. This contest is specific to Apple Podcasts because when you go through the entry process and meet the requirements of the contest, that will work with the Apple Podcast algorithm in the hopes that the Dr. Williams podcast can get featured on Apple's new and noteworthy, which is a big deal. For contest rules and entry, go to www.drwilliamspodcast.com forward slash contest. You'll also find a list of participating businesses where you can spend your $100 winnings. Each week for four weeks, I will announce a secret code word in the new episode on Wednesday. Go to your entry form and enter the code each week in a new entry. You also can subscribe at drwilliamspodcast.com for a bonus entry. So that's a total of five possible entries into the contest. Then on Thanksgiving Day, November 24th, I will draw five winners. All right, are you ready for the secret code? This week's secret code is LIBERTY. Interesting little tidbit. I decided to go with the word LIBERTY because I wanted to choose a type of apple to start off the contest. And while I was researching names of apples, I came across LIBERTY, which is also a really nice pairing with this week's episode on voting. So I look forward to all of your entries this week. And I'm really excited to be giving you guys a total of $500 in giveaways. This is really fun. Okay, let's get back to the episode. 
So before I get onto the suggestions, I'm going to go through and I'm going to answer those questions for me personally. How long does it take you to fill out your ballot? For me, it takes a really long time. We spent probably at least an hour last night reading through everything and choosing who we wanted to vote for. Like it took a really long time to do this vote, even though it was only what, five or six positions. It took a long time. Uh, Two, how do you choose a candidate? Well, as I mentioned before, I just read through the information for each candidate and choose a person who best aligns with my own vision of what I'm wanting in the world. Number three, what do I do if there isn't an obvious choice? Well, I kind of already told you, I kind of just pick somebody and I don't think that's good advice. Um, I won't do that again. I think in the future, I would write someone in. Number four, do you identify with a particular party? And if so, how did you decide that about yourself? And do you agree 100% with that party on all issues? No, I do not identify with a particular party. I have voted all over the board because I really just feel my way through it. There was a time when I chose a particular party and identified with it. But that was back when I was doing the, I don't want the responsibility, doing more of a lazy voting kind of thing, because it was just easier for me to line up with the biggest influences in my life, my parents. And I mean, they want what's best for me and I trust their guidance. So it was just kind of an easy thing to do to just say that I went along with which party they identified with. And when I did that, I will say that voting was not such a headache because when you do identify with a particular party, it sure does make it easy just to go through and choose a candidate based on their party affiliation. But that didn't sit right with me and it didn't make me feel good about my decision. So I stopped doing that. And now I just kind of vote all over the place based on who I feel is best aligned with what I'm wanting. Uh, Question five, uh, do you agree that there is only Democrat or Republican? And if you choose outside of those options, do you feel that your vote counts? Okay, so no, obviously, there's not just Democrat or Republican. When we're voting on our president, and there's the Democratic candidate, and there's the Republican candidate, and then you have vote by color. Have any of you ever voted by color? I'm curious. I have. I have voted by color. There's also independent party. And a lot of candidates do identify with the independent party. But there's this common idea that if you don't vote Republican or you don't vote Democrat, you're basically throwing your vote away. And I can see why people believe that. But here's the thing. No, I don't agree with that. I think that everybody should be voting based on alignment, alignment with what you want, because If you continue to vote only with the divided parties, you will continue to have the problems that come along with that infrastructure. Now, if people start doing things differently, the system will change. We, the people, have that power. So yes, I think the vote does count. It doesn't cancel anything out. It's not wasted. 
It's you being you. And that always counts. Uh, The last question, how much do you really know about the candidates? Do you know anything outside of what is in the voters pamphlet? For me, usually no. Usually I get all of my information from the voters pamphlet, with the exception of voting for our U.S. president. I take a lot more time and put more energy into knowing those candidates so that I can make the best decision. I'm not saying that's the best way to do it. We probably should know more about every candidate every time we're voting. But, you know, we have a life. So (laughs) it's not always possible to do all the research. And really, you're only going to know what kind of information they put out anyway. How much do you really know about these people? I mean, who they really are? Not much. Okay, so here's the suggestions. And like I said, I am not necessarily saying you should do this, but these are things that I'm considering. And these are things that I'm either currently doing when I vote or will be doing in the future. First, I suggest trying it differently this time. Voting out of habit is not serving you, your country, or our youth. You're a changed person from moment to moment. That is the nature of evolution. How is it that you can continue to vote in the same way if you're not the same person and you're not living in that same moment? Every moment of now, you're changed. You're different. So I suggest letting go of the titles. Let go of party affiliation that you have adhered to in the past. And take this opportunity to tune in and learn where you stand right now in this moment. Just let it flow and choose a candidate based on how you feel. I would say don't even read which party the candidate prefers or affiliates with. Read the statement and decide who is saying something that aligns with you. And you'll know this because of how you feel. Oh, the good feelings. When you feel good reading what the candidate's statement is saying, that's a good indication that you are aligning with that. Follow the good feelings. Trust it. You got to trust those feelings. You don't have to stick to a particular party across the board. So give yourself permission to trust your instincts and go with the candidate you feel will offer you an environment that you want, regardless of their affiliation. Vote for the person, not the party. What happens when you drive a car and you take all right turns or you take all left turns? You just continue to go around in a circle and you never get anywhere. Another thing that I'm going to do differently next time is, um, you know that I meditate. And if you're somebody who also meditates, I would recommend doing a meditation before taking on the task of doing your voting. Because when you meditate, that automatically puts you in a less resistant state. And it aligns you with your inner being. You know your inner being knows what you want better than anybody because it's you. You know what you want more than anybody else does. So let that be the dominant force when you come into voting, into the practice of it. Let your inner being do the voting. See where that takes you. That might be surprising and delightful. If you don't agree with any of the candidates, it's totally okay to write in a name. It doesn't even have to be a real person. It's okay. It's better to not vote for someone than to vote for someone that you don't want. It's also okay to vote independent. 
I know that a lot of people believe that your vote is wasted if you vote independent, but who do you think is supporting that notion? It's those people who want a divided country. You are your own person, and your vote does matter. It just takes people voting based on what they really want and not following the status quo to make a big change. We the people have the power to change the system. It starts with you letting your vote represent the country, the state, the county, whatever it might be that you want to create. You don't have to follow the majority. Just because that's how you've been doing things up till now does not mean you have to continue to do it that way. Should you try a new way to vote and others do the same thing, that will shift the entire paradigm. Lastly, I just think that we need to consider the children, the next generation. Do you think that a divided country between Democrats and Republicans is the best world to live in? Because if you do, then you do you. I'm not judging. You think that that's the best system that there can be, then that's right for you. If not, and you want to see change, if you think that there is an option for there to be a better way, that change has to start now with us. Our children learn from our example. So we need to ask ourselves, what is our hope for them? What is our hope for the world that they are going to inherit? Is there something that we can change in how we're voting that will implement a positive change for them in the future? That concludes this episode, but if you don't want to wait for the next episode to come out, I have more for you at drwilliamspodcast.com. You can learn more about me and my journey to podcasting, find all the ways to connect with me on social media, and there's a button to subscribe so you're the first to know what's new and upcoming. You also can shoot me an email at hello at drwilliamspodcast.com. You are so special to me, and your support does not go unnoticed. I want to support you too. This podcast is my outlet for growth because when you teach something, you hold yourself accountable and apply the information in life. But the inspiration for these episodes comes in a variety of ways. And one of those is through you. I want you to feel like this is your show too. So send me a message and let me know which episode is your favorite and why. And tell me if there's a topic you'd want to hear me talk about. Your feedback applies to so many people, and your suggestion could change someone's life for the better. The best way to do this is by subscribing to the show and leaving a review through your favorite podcast platform. I really listen to you guys, and this dialogue feeds my soul. You say that you're a fan of me, but truth be told, I am a fan of yours. Everything is working out for each of us, and we're all in this together.